for staying with me and sharing your Sunday afternoon. I greatly appreciate it. Hope you had an awesome weekend and boy, oh, the weekend, the evenings were so picture perfect. There wasn't hardly a breeze. There were mosquitoes left me alone. Had a couple of cocktails on my deck, and then I, of course, I'm playing with my chickens and you know all my girls and a couple of my boys. Okay, okay, the pupils of an octopus, but it also is a goat's eye. What shape are the pupils? Do you have any idea? It's a goat's, it's a same with goats and an octopus eye. The pupil is what shape? Uh, I want to say it's like oval. Ah, it's not. They're, oh. they're rectangular. What? The pupils on an octopus and a goat's eye are rectangular. And the, I, I remember huh. reading once when I with my goats because I when I saw that once I went and looked at uh, at that time I had Nigel yeah I went because I guess I never paid any attention <laughs> and he had an eyeball you know I never looked at the pupil right well anyway and by Jiminy Christmas and the only thing I could think of is that it might give them more of a panoramic view you know what I mean type thing oh yeah I, I know that the, where the eyes are placed on the head gives you more of a panoramic right. view okay but anyway so i don't so so goats and octopuses uh their pupils are rectangular but so, so when you looked you know. at nigel did you actually like see yeah the pupils are rectangular tell? yep they're rectangular. Oh, the eyeballs round cool. yeah the eyeballs round and the, and the pupils were you know like ours are round yeah. right no they're they're rectangular that's so cool it's the way it is it was very cool another fun fact you guys there we go water cooler material there you go and then, i am telling uh, you <laughs> there we go go to my talk 1071.com go to my katie canine show page and you can uh hit my podcast you can get to my uh website if you want to learn more about my katie canine obedience school you can get on my katie canine facebook i'm always posting great things that of uh, things that you need to know about dogs cats or whatever and then also are all the links to nutrisource Wapiti labs pet cremation services in minnesota northwest wisconsin veterinary clinic low speed and um wellness clinic okay so those are they're right there just with a click a button just by going to my show page okay and then carly puts out great things emus playing fetch <laughs> cat owners doing some serious spoiling so there's always kind of fun stuff between uh yeah so go if check you need out my little show pick page. me ups i and suggest this page yep <laughs> and then you can get on my podcast for all my past shows and such like that so that's all on my on my show page so please uh check that out and go from there all right let's head to the phone line okay sounds good so we have Carrie on the line, and Carrie has a question about like a good cat repellent in your eyes. She'll explain. <laughs> she'll explain why. Okay, yeah. are, yeah. are we trying to repel cats from yes. the property? Yes, but she'll explain why. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Carrie, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing very well. Good, good. So, what are we trying to do? I have. Um, I live in a townhouse, right. and um, I live on the end. And um, the people live next to me. They're in the middle. And I have a little dog. She's four, um, about 14 pounds. I put her out on our little patio. But I'm really, really highly allergic to cats. Like, even if I'm standing in line and somebody has a cat, my eyes will re- react to them. I get blisters underneath oh, my lids and I start wheezing. Holy buckets. Yeah. And so my neighbor lets their two cats out all the time. Okay. And they always come to my my house and um they do kind of aggravate my dog once in a while one of them does the other one is scared of the dog okay but um i've taken like off the padding of my furniture and stuff and put that in the garage but even um because they they'll climb up on the chairs and so i have to wash down my furniture every time i go out there Uh and um i'm just wondering how do i keep them off my patio well believe it or not one thing that really works you're gonna laugh yourself sick at this one you go, yeah. You go and get a motion sensitive sprinkler. 
Okay? So when the oh. cats walk onto your patio, they'll be blasted by the water. And then guess what? It's cleaning your furniture at the same time. Oh, yeah. Two birds with one stone. You got it. Yeah, no, that's the only thing that I've seen that works well for keeping cats out of, like, there's some people that where the cats want to go potty in their flower gardens and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. uh, so what they, is motion-sensitive sens- sprinklers. All right? So obviously your cat, you know, your dog, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, they... You know, your, your dog may not like it. He's getting a little blast of water, too, if he happens to be out at the same time. Or if the cat's coming around, you know, on off-peak hours. <laughs> but that's yeah. the only thing that really will deter, short of literally fully in, in screened in, you know, screening in everything. I know. That's the only yeah, thing. I, but but I, this motion-sensitive sprinkler systems, I'll tell you, people love them to keep cats out of their gardens and uh, and such like that. It works like a gem. And plus, it keeps some dogs out, you know, dogs that want to come into your sure. yard to go potty and then go play in their yard it'll keep some dogs out out also so motion sensitive sprinklers you can find them online all right and they they range anywhere they range anywhere from 30 to 40 bucks up is what they do okay Okay. i can do that in my back patio but my one patio there's no water hookup you can't run a hose you um, can't run a hose around to the front yeah, if I, oh, I have to rig up something because I you can get those. Have to have a, you can a get those splitter because yeah, I you, only you, have one connector in right, the back they have, patio to right. They have the T's that you screw into right, the, right, and so then a whole one hose can go this way and one hose can go that way. Is what you can yeah, do. Yeah, that's relaxed to you because okay. oh, it's terrible. I just can't go out of my patio, and whenever my dog's out there, the cats come over to irritate her. Yep, and yep. I'm worried that. Because they're out at night, they probably have claws. They might hurt her. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, no. That's what I would try to do. The motion sensitive sprinkler, and oh, then you might want to rig up a deal that your dog. Mm. Now you said your dog is what, fifteen pounds? Yeah, yeah. She's just a little fourteen okay. pound much. Okay, because then maybe there's a way that you can maybe take some rabbit fencing so that the sprinkler is on the other side, but yet your dog can be outside and not get in the way of the sprinkler. You know, set the sprinkler off. The cats will sprinkler. And they'll set the sprinkler off. Do you understand what yep. I'm saying? Take part of your patio where the dog yep. can be in, and then the sprinkler on the other side. So if the cats come around, they're going to get nailed, but your dog doesn't get nailed. Do you understand? Because yeah. you're just putting her out there to go potty or that, right? For a while. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. She loves to go out. She has a long leash, so a chain, so she runs up and down the yard. She okay. In the sun. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I just try to do: figure out either a little pen area that you could put the dog in, but still can nail the cats, or then that you know the the, the, the cats can get nailed no matter where. So just gonna have to think about it. What your the way you know the logistics of where you live. Okay. But it works. Right. Every, yep. It works every time. I tell you, people are just so happy when I mention that, and it's like wow, because you're not using any chemicals. Cats hate water blasted at them. You know, and then if anything, what's going to happen, the more they get blasted, all of a sudden you're not going to see your cats, those cats anymore. They're going to get smart oh, and say, you know, I'm staying away from that house. That house sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would so, be awesome. Yeah, but that, that. Would, the more, yeah, see, the more not nice things happen, they avoid that, that, you know, place. And so I'd say at sure. least, uh, you know, like two or three weeks worth of, you know, those cats trying, all of a sudden they're going to find other places to go. <laughs> Oh, good, because they do. They sit on my other patio because I have a bird feeder. Okay. And they watch the birds and go after the birds. So okay. I'm like, oh, so and now then, I don't see the birds anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but see, the thing is, so is that now, you know, their cat may be coming home wet. Well, then you, when they call and say, well, uh, you just say, well, you're welcome. I just give your cat a bath because he was over at my house. <laughs> yeah, she ran into my sprinkler. There you say? go. There you go. Because <laughs> it's not going to hurt the cat. It's just going to, you know, teach them don't go there because, you know, not good things happen. We get blasted by water. And then hopefully your oh. birds will come back and all will be right with the world. 
Oh, good. I can't wait. Well, let me Thank know how so it works. Much. Okay, yeah, you get it set up. You let me know how it works out. So I'll share with us. Some, I, and I know you're I gonna. Will. I know you're gonna like it. It's gonna work out pretty cool. Okay. And it's and it's called motion. What is it called? Motion. Again? Motion. motion activated. Right. Motion activated sprinkler system. Okay. Okay, or motion sensitive, whatever. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Thank you so you bet. much. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, that worked. I, I, you know, I had this one gal. That same thing. It was a cat thing, and she was just so tired. She was literally going to get the BB gun out and start oh shooting my cats. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I have no idea. It just popped into my head. You know, cats don't like water blasted at them. And I right. said, I know there's motion sensitive sprinklers out there. And so I said, Why not? You know, Granchi going to turn out. We have other critters, not just the cats. Yeah. You know, and if you forget, you're going to walk through it yeah, too. Yeah, you're going to get scared too. But <laughs> that gal, she uh, she called up. She says, I cannot tell you. How happy you have made me. Those cats well, haven't good. come around for, and she did it for like, I think it was almost two weeks. Yeah. And she said, I turned them off and I haven't seen the cats since. Well, that's good. And, you know, luckily we're still like in the summer months where we can, you know, water. Oh, yeah, grass. exactly. So yep. it's well, not like. Yep. No, that's what I mean. We yeah. can do it now. You yep. got it. You know, and who's sitting on their patio in the middle of winter anyway? <laughs> so we don't care then. <laughs> well, I mean, I think my family is, but that's only because oh, of the hot you, tub's out there. Oh, there so. you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that counts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, who's up? Okay, we have Brenda on the line, and Brenda has a question about a dog that is submissively peeing. All right, yeah. best dog to train. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. So what kind of pupper? So he's an 18-month-old German Shepherd, okay. and it's not that he does it so much with me, but when he sees his dad, yep. he runs to, we've got a rug by our patio door, and he'll run to the door, and it's just an automatic, he gets all squiggly and wiggly, and the ears go back, and he yep. gets down and on his belly, and yep. he just, okay. he's like a sprinkler. Okay, yep, and so what's dad doing when he's coming in? Is he... Uh, He's just, he gets home from work, and he's, does he you want, know... But does he answer, does he start petting the dog and talk to the dog? Yes. Okay, he now, he can't do that. Okay. He can't even look at the dog. No, he can't even glance. He has to look at the ceiling, look at the wall, but don't give that dog any eye contact. Just come in the door, and if the dog is, like, in the way, I use the word move it, okay? And move yeah, it means he get, does that. get out of my way. Don't look yep. at him. Just go, give him a growl. Ah, move it. Ah, move it. And as soon as okay. the dog moves, just walk on by, go to the bathroom, change your clothes, whatever. And he cannot greet the dog within maybe about 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes at first. And oh, what you're okay. looking at is that when it's not that big wah factor when he comes home, you know, type right. thing. So nothing happens at the door ever. And that's the same thing like when your company comes over, nobody looks at the dog, they just walk on by. They don't touch him, they don't acknowledge the dog in any way. And okay, so, so he even does it in the morning. I mean, when we when when we when he gets out of bed, right. if he gets up to go let the dogs in, if I've let them out and he lets them in, I mean he does the same thing. So he cannot have any acknowledgement with him in the morning then either. Right. Hold on a sec. Let's okay. finish because you're not the only one with this problem. So hold on. We got to run to break here. So hold on. Okay. What are the two animals with blue tongues? What are the two animals in the whole wide world with blue tongues? Alrighty then. Yes, this is the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday for the past 16 years. Well, not technically. I started on Saturday and uh, Saturday mornings from 8 to 10. And then I uh, got moved to Sundays from 4 to 6 and been here the, for total for 16 years. Appreciate you all listening and passing the word. And I guess my biggest compliment that I get from people is that I don't even have a pet and I listen. So that I just I just smile. He was like, whoa, either that they're just waiting to see how 
Oh, if I'm gonna trip over my tongue, yeah, or, <laughs> right, or what joke is next? But no, I really that's a huge compliment. So I really appreciate you all listening, especially during drive time, time in the summer months. Everybody coming home from the Trabin, okay, or cabin, or yeah, remember we've been through this, the yes. cabin, Trabin, grabbin, Polbin. All right, all right. What did I say? The only two animals with blue tongues. What are they? Um, I feel like so. I want to say giraffe is one. Okay, and then. I want to say, no, cows don't have that. I don't know, a polar bear? No, black bear and chow chow. Oh. Black bear and chow chow. They don't say anything about a giraffe, and I'm just trying to think. You're right. When I've, seen, like, when yeah. I've seen a, but I wonder if it's technically a blue tongue or if it's a black tongue. Oh. You know, type because hmm. I wouldn't. Have, I, yeah. That's why I was like, I don't we'll know. We'll have to look into yes. this. What color is a giraffe's tongue? Exactly. Is it black? Because I know it ain't pink. I know right. it isn't. No, 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 no. But, That's but why I was a, thinking. Technically, a blue is a black bear and a chow chow are huh. the two with blue tongue. Okay. So there you go. Okay. 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 Let's get back to the phone lines. Yes. We're talking about submission peeing of a German Shepherd. Okay. To Brenda. Are you there, Brenda? I'm. Yes, I am. Okay, because what it is, is that those type of dogs that do submission peeing, believe it or not, those are the easiest dogs to train because they want to please so badly. Right. And and people will tell you, well, they outgrow it. Well, technically, they outgrow it as you build their confidence, okay? Okay. People okay. that talk in high, girly voices or, uh, you know, that, oh, look at how cute you are, look at that will get them to squat, okay? Dogs that really are, um, like, now you said it, he does it to dad, okay? Right. Whereas, okay, and he really, that that's his human in the house, that you're home, thank God, look at you. Right. And so it's a huge, uh, well, most people wouldn't think of this. But it's a very huge compliment when the dog submission pees in front of you. It really is. It's saying that, oh, Lord, what can I do for you? I'll do anything. You name it. Okay. okay but, so, but, and you're saying not to talk in a high, girly voice? Don't talk in a high, girly voice. Okay. He's talking a very calm, just, hey, how you doing? Oh, you're doing nice. Very good. Okay. Such a buddy. Don't let any, you know, other people outside the family, same thing. When they walk, come over to visit, have the dog on a leash. And so then tell them, just walk on by. Don't look at the dog. Don't talk to the dog. And that's going to happen later when the dog gets used to their sounds right. and their smells. And then you can drop okay. the leash and they can just say, hey, buddy, how you doing? But don't do that. Oh, look at you. I do, 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 do. That will trigger pee, 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 pee. Okay. And, so, and then, like I say, now with your husband, he, I, I, like first thing in the morning, you wake up, you know, just, hi, how you doing? And then just, you know, go about your business. And the first three days, it's going to be like nothing's changed, okay? okay? But then all of a sudden, it's like the fourth day, the dog starts really watching and going, oh, something's changed here. <laughs> and okay. then you'll notice them, and all of a sudden, they will not be as giddy as long. And then they start kind of bucking up, and now they start walking with you more. And then you okay. can see them calming themselves down and not go into that squirrely ears pinned back, right. pin, uh, tummy tummy yep. showing and peeing all over the place. Okay. Okay. And so, like That's I say, if it looks, I mean, if it looks like if he goes to acknowledge her, you know, it's usually right, like I say, like first thing in the morning, right when you get home. Those are the main triggers when you when yep. you come in from outside. Sometimes if you've been gone for a while, that right. they they will do that. Walk on by, don't acknowledge, and slowly incorporate ask them to sit, little pat, go do something else, sit, little pat, slowly incorporate them, all right? Okay. If you yell at them, it only compounds the problem because the dog is already trying to submit to you, saying, right. you are the Lord and Master, what can I do for you? Okay, and so then, uh, so when you yell at them, it, it, it breaks their confidence even more. Confidence building is what gets rid of this problem. And so okay. that's why doing some training, trick training, and not right. acknowledging when the dog gets in that, you know, that, bleh, 
move. Just you just walk on by and don't look, don't talk, don't nothing. And just okay. like I say, and so then by the, the calmer you can be and more kind of flatlined, you know, yep. and, and then if you really want to, you know, r- rouse her up, then take it outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. But yeah, otherwise. Even, he'll even act that way. I mean, even if he's home and he hasn't seen him for 10 minutes and all of a sudden he walks in the door, he does the same thing. So. Yep. No, see, so everybody's got to be trained. Don't do that. You okay. know, don't grind the dog up. And if you don't want to do what the, with the protocol here, then if the dog piddles, guess who's cleaning up? Have the mop ready and say, you're cleaning up because you're not listening to what we're trying to accomplish here. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And same with friends and family. You know, you say, if you don't listen to, we're trying to build a confidence and show her this is, because she's actually getting rewarded for it too by, you know, just letting it all fly you know she's right, getting what exactly. she wants is the attention the you know the, and the uh, the touch and such like that and so yep. that's why you just got to get her the confidence to be still like hey okay there's time to play and there but we don't need to let it go <laughs> she's no, gonna, right. and she gets more o- o- older she's gonna have more control of her emotions and more confidence and then it won't happen but you've got to okay. help her with it okay but don't right. have anybody okay. yell at her because that's the worst thing that you can do a lot of people think it's a potty training problem and it's not it's a confidence yep. problem and okay. so that's what you got to do build up through obedience trick training things like that okay okay perfect. okay good luck got it thank you so much i you appreciate bet. it have a grand day you too bye-bye bye-bye yeah, submission urination. Those are the easiest dog to train because they want to please so much. I just had a puppy class last week that uh, I went to pet a couple of the puppies, and man, there was a huge puddle. And that dog, and everybody's like, "You made my dog pee." And I says, "No, it's called respecting the alpha." Yeah. Whereas, okay, what do you need from me? I really want to please you. Yeah. You know, and all it was to side profile, calming signal, calming signal, side profile. So anyway, okay, where are we at? Okay, we can start with our next caller. All right, and our next caller is Breck, and she has a question about a dog that's barking. All right, hey Breck, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do we got? So we're not a puppy. He is somewhere between five and seven years old. Okay, we got him as a rescue, and okay. he's a Free poodle rescue. schnauzer mix. Oh well, you just said part of the problems. <laughs> schnauzer <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, Are the yeah. terriers I, I terrorists. Know that that's part of the breed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering. Is a bark collar something well, that okay, would really mess all, him up? Or no, when are when is it? What's a barking problem? Is it like at things so, outside the window? What's going on? It's mostly we let him outside. He loves to be outside, okay. so we'll put him outside. Okay, is he and, on a, is he on a tether? In the neighborhood, and anytime anybody walks by or a UPS truck goes by, he's barking nonstop. Okay, is he on a tether or is he on a fenced-in yard? We have an invisible fence. All righty, then that's going to be kind of a tough one then, because you can't use a bark collar with an invisible fence. You can't have well, two. You can't have two electronic collars on because you just bite there. There is a chance in heck they can cross, and now you're going to have a dead dog. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's going to kind of zing them uh, because sometimes the, the frequency, you know, can you know that that the frequency, you know, like I, I challenge people that you know you got these. What do you want to call it? Like these big developments, and if you take a garage door opener and go up and down, inevitably you're going to find you know at least two or three you know in that that have the same frequency that your garage door is on. Okay, yeah. so you can open somebody else's garage door. And that's the same thing when you work with anything electrical like that. You know what I mean? There's a free, it works by frequency. And so something you know, something can cross over. So I would be very hesitant to put the, you know, a bark collar on as well as the invisible fence. 
Okay. So that'd be okay. my personal. But anyway, so the thing is, is that then, but now you got to remember, uh, schnauzers are bred for, you know, they're alarmist. They're, ter- they're guardy. They're territorial is what they are. So if somebody comes by my guard, you bet I'm going to say something about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that now if you have a front, uh, front yard and a backyard, if there's We do. Mo- and oh. actually the backyard is, is fenced in. With like a wood fence. Well, no, I shouldn't say it. Part of it is, a, is the invisible and part of it is a wood fence. Okay. Because there's probably more business going in the front yard than the backyard, isn't there? Yes, and that's where he loves to be is the front yard. Yeah, but so, well, so what? He's being obnoxious out there. He loses that. He loses that. <laughs> you know, don't set yourself up for failure. So what you do is that too bad if you're going to have a mullet and you're going to the backyard with, you know, you're not triggering off of, you know, butterflies and everything. And so the you know, uh, so that's going to help calm them in itself. I mean, even if half of it's an invisible fence, but it's another side that is open, you know, what goes past there? Not too much because it's the it's our neighbor's house. Okay. So yeah, that one there's not too much going through there. Okay. Well, I much. would you know if you want them to be in the front yard, okay, then put them on a long line, like a foot, fifteen foot, twenty foot long line, on yeah. a regular collar, not with the you know the under you know the visible fence. Okay, and then have your bark collar on. All right. So that then now you've got control of him. He can't run loose, tied around. How how many pounds is he? He is probably about, oh, 25 Okay. Pounds. You can either hold on to the line or you can tie it around your waist. It's totally up yourself. Maybe putts outside, maybe sit, read a book, whatever. So then if somebody goes by and he goes to bark, he's going to you know pay the consequence. He's going to get zinged. And you can get the bark collars that first beep, and then they vibrate, they jiggle you know, on the throat. And yeah. then if they pass the jiggle, then they get zinged, okay? And so, you know, whereas it's not just a zing, you know, that comes out. If you got like a, you know, a hundred pound German Shepherd, yeah, most of them need the zing. You don't need the, you know, you need the, the you know, the buzzer and then the zing. But now with the little dogs, you go to the zing, uh, the, 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 you know, beep to the jiggle. And, it, you know, I mean, vibrate. And if yeah. they choose to blow that out, then the zing comes. Or you can just try, if you're kind of a sensitive dog, just try the, you know, the, the beep and the jiggle. And that's what I got from my Gilligan, my 10-pounder. Because he's a terrier. He's Yorkie and Karen Terrier. And, boy, he gets, you know, his little knickers in a knot. Like, if I'm out doing chores, he's up at the house like, you know, hey, hey, I I need to be down there, too. And I'm like, will you shut up? And so that was the only thing that I could do because I'm down at the barn and he's up there having a fit and it's driving me nuts. And so, anyway, so I got him one of the jiggle collars where it's, it's a beep. And then the the vibrator, you know, I, he doesn't get the zing. He's, you know, there's not much to him. <laughs> okay, okay. And so you would just tether him and do that. Right, but to you, don't tether him out in the front yard and you go in the house. You need okay. to be around. And if you can throw in the word, you know, quiet, so that he learns that when you say quiet, he quiets, okay? And so we work as a team. But like I said, if there's too much stimulation, don't keep putting that in front of his face, okay? You're just building a bonfire is what you're doing. So, you know, put him out where it's calmer. And then when you have time to work, then he can be on a long line with you in the front yard or whatever type thing, okay? And don't think, well, oh, geez, he doesn't have that much. Don't be going down that road. Truth be told, the dog would love to be spend more time with you, you know, hanging out, maybe following you room to room. So, uh, so like I said, you just got to look at that, all right? Okay. All right. And um, so we had a citronella. No, oh, those part. are totally worthless. Well, that's yeah. It seemed to work for maybe a day, no. and then now he pretty much. Oh yeah. No, it. those are, and those are like 130 bucks. It's a waste of money. It's just a okay. total waste of money. Just think about it. After a while, it's like, oh god, it's that spray again. But big deal. You know. Okay. So yeah, those are totally. They don't work. Get your but money because back. I guess our fear was with the barking being part of his the Schnauzer breed. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of 
messed them up, you know, mentally. No, 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 no. no. Oh, gosh, no, 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 no. Not all schnauzers are barkheads, okay? The thing is, is can you hold on to that thought and then we'll come back and we'll, because you you, you brought up a good question there that I want to address, okay? Okay, okay, thanks. So hold on. Say, now this is weird. I have never had hamsters because those little things always bit me and I just, I had pet rats, but those hamsters were nuts. Okay, this is something that hamsters love to eat and I would have never thought of this in a million years. So what do you think hamsters love to eat? We'll be back. Alrighty then, there we go. Yes, I still, I don't know, how many, 16 years listening to this and I still love it just as much. Um, what have you caught found that for me? Uh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Brendan. Brendan found me that the yes. second version, yep. you know, type thing. So yep. I want to thank Brendan. Maybe Brendan's listening. Okay, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, oh, what, do what hamsters, hamsters like? love to eat? Other than fingers. <sighs> right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of all the hamsters that I've, like, experienced. Okay. Or had in my lifetime. And, you know... I don't know if they consider cardboard something that they eat, but I know that they like. No, this would be something they would eat like for the, health, not okay. just to chew on. That would cardboard would be something they chew on. Okay, okay? so no, this is something that corn? they actually eat. No, but you're in the right. It does start with a C. <laughs> it's crickets. They crickets. eat crickets. I'm like, really? That is quite interesting. Yeah, very. I would have never like, guessed. Never. No. No. Not here. in a million years. There's no way. No. I, I no. mean, I would. You know, snakes and things like that eat crickets, and, and yeah. Uh, but any, yeah, I, I do. Hamsters eat crickets. So That's any of you guys weird. out there that have hamsters, if this feed is, them crickets. <laughs> well, no. If they will eat a cricket, try feeding them a cricket and see if they will eat it. Okay. Or if you do feed your ham, I would love to hear it because I cannot believe that that that's true that they would eat crickets because a hamster is a like a leafage veggie yeah. type eater. Yeah. So I can't, and pellets, you know, grass. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So if anybody has hamsters, is this a true fact? I'm just reading off my, you know, trivia things sheet, but okay, here we go. Let's head to the phone lines. Yes. We were talking to Breck yep. again. Okay. Are you there, Breck? I'm here, yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. Okay, so now, uh, the, the, the question, now what is the question? All of a sudden I got so into that hamster eating. <laughs> it was like whether, um, I, the dogs like bark. The schnauzers oh, are yeah, all barkers and okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the barkers just, you know, schnauzers tradition to be barkers. All dogs are, are barkers and really are to a degree, okay? Uh, terriers are kind of noticed, um, the terrier breed is kind of noticed for that just for the fact that they are, I always say, you know, terrier terrorists. They're more <laughs> of alarmist, you know, like, okay, what is that? They're more like, okay, paying attention to their surroundings and can become reactive of it. But the thing is, is that, no, you are not stifling that all you're doing is making the dogs uh, uh, um, the action of barking being accountable for instead of just barking at air and butterflies and in and, and, you know old stuff that they think before they start letting go okay and then also too is that you know somebody comes to the house you know let the dog bark and then uh you know if he starts to go and then you can say who's at the door you know let him go but then once you say see who it is and you're okay with who's at the door then you you need to step in and say ah quiet i've got it and he should honor it and say okay i let you know somebody was at the door and now you sit quiet so now my job is done i'll walk away and you take over okay, okay. and so that's what you want from the dog is that when you say something about it see like let's see a dog's barking out in the backyard most people either open up the door or open a window by the time the dog hears that the window or the door they stop barking to look to see where you're coming and then people yell the word quiet and the dog is kind of like what 
because a dog does isn't barking any longer, you know? Like, and then some people start screaming, like, quiet, bad dog. Well, then the dog is kind of like, oh, you want to bark too? Okay, let's bark together. <laughs> and so now you got a bark fest going on. So you got to yeah. find a quiet word. Just don't say no. It's going to be A, quieter. Ah, enough. You decide what your quiet word's going to be, all right? So okay. then if he starts to bark, ah, 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 quiet. And if he doesn't, then ah, the, the correction or whatever type thing, okay? Now, that's okay. why, like, as he goes to bark with the zinger on, as he goes to bark, you, you can tell he's about ready to bark. Okay, then what you're going to do is you're, you're going to get good at timing it. That just as the first word is coming out of his mouth, you're going to say the quiet, and then the collar is going to, you know, buzz him. And so then, so now he's hearing the word and getting the correction. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So then pretty soon, all you have to do is, ah, quiet, the dog, fight, no problem. All right, because I had okay, to use a yeah, I had to use a bark collar on my Hank. My Hank was a hundred pound shepherd, and when somebody's at the door, or he thought he heard out something. It wasn't just a little oof, and then let escalate. He came out rattling windows, and he would, and my heart just couldn't take it anymore. He'd be in the office with me, and hear something upstairs, and and I'm like, Jiminy Christmas, <laughs> dog. This wind, you know, as you find out that it needs to have a, pro, you know, something said, you know, work up to it. Just don't come out with it, okay? So I put a bark collar on him, and the first time he barked, you know, of course, he came out rattling windows, and he got bumped, and he's just like, whoa! Yeah, he squeaked like a, you know, little girl, you know, and his look, his demeanor was like priceless, and I'm like, well, now you just gotta think before you open your mouth. Okay, so okay. then I set him back up again, I ring the doorbell, and you could just see, you see him like, oh, uh, 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 uh. And he didn't say anything. He just kind of, he stood back. He wasn't sure what to do. Okay. And so then by the third day, you know what I mean? I would ring the doorbell and, and you know, he just, uh, well, whatever. And so then now he's, now he's thinking instead of just reacting. Okay. okay. So then what I did is then I, t- I took the e-collar off. Okay. And I uh, rang the doorbell or knocked or, you know, set him up things that normally, you know, set him in motion. And then, you know, and those suckers know when they got that on. But you could see he, he started growling. You could hear him growling, but a low pitch. You know, So now that's a warning. He, to me, he, something's up, right? right? So he's not just coming out rattling. So now I can step in and say, uh-uh, I got it, quiet. Okay? Or I can let him wind himself up because I don't know who it is. But then once I, you know, he starts to bark and I see who it is, I'm fine. Okay, then I'm going to turn to him and say, okay, quiet. And now your job is done. Thank you very much. I've got it. And then he should honor me. You know what I mean? Saying, okay, you got it. I'm done. Yeah, well, so that, no, it's great. So he still feels like he's doing his job. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. And see, but you just got to make him accountable instead of just, you know, barking at, you know, every dust particle that is, is coming around, you know, type yeah. thing. And so, uh, and like I say, not come out gangbusters, you know, to build to it. And then you have an opportunity as it builds to step in if you don't want him to continue. Once he learns that word, you know, quiet or enough right. or whatever. And make sure you growl. Get that growl in there. Deepen your voice. Slow it down. Ah, quiet. And as soon as he quiets, thank you. Very nice. That was very nice. Thank you. Don't say okay. good boy. Because the minute you say good boy, that's like saying recess. Recess, you don't have to think. Recess, you don't have to think. <laughs> so anytime you're trying to teach a dog something, when they do it, then you just very calmly, thank you. You acknowledge they done good, but you don't make them squirrely in the headsy by saying, oh, good boy. Oh, good girl. So many people do that. I just watch the dog's actions when I'm out and about. And I'm like, you know, if you quit saying that, your dog might actually be start listening to you. But right now,
now you're just making them a flutterhead by saying, good boy, good girl. It's like, knock it off. And it's the hardest thing for people not to do. Is, is to, and in my classes, I tell everybody, I bartended for 20, 30 years. I can hear everything. If you say good girl or good boy, I'm going to call you on it. You know, <laughs> I'm going to make you start to think now, too. What is What words am I throwing out to my dog that am I complicating my training? You know, because that's what happens. Every time you say, you know, the dog sits and you go, good boy. The dog gets up. Yeah, we're good. Yay, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> now you're all mad because now he got up from the sit. Well, you're the one that made him a flutterhead by saying, you know, good boy. Then he gets all excited, you know. So if he sits and you just call me, give him a little tickle in the chest where the V is and just go, thank you. You're going to see the dog's tail go like, hey, you're welcome. Now he's connecting the learning dots into the head. Oh, that's great. Thank you. We'll okay. definitely give that a try. All right, kiddo. No, it'll work. It'll work. But in the meantime, like I say, put him in the back air where if you want him to be outside without you, okay, yeah. then put him where there's not all these distractions, all right? And also remember, I don't know where you live, but it may, also remember, just because you got the underground fencing, just because your dog can't leave, other dogs can come in and get your dog. So just yeah, be just be aware of that because I know many dogs that have gotten beat up by dog, you know, uh, either coyotes or dogs that think squirrel, <laughs> where they're in their yard. But remember, other, anything can come into your yard. And see, that's why this underground fencing, I hate it because people, it's a, it's like a uh, expensive babysitter and people are thinking, okay, my dog's in a fence. Well, technically it's not. You know, yeah, you're keeping your dog in your yard, but you're not keeping others from coming in. Yeah, and that's so, a good point. You know, and yeah. so that's why if you use an underground fencing, when you're out, the dog's in it. When you're in, the dog's in with you because then you know where your dog and nothing could come in and get your dog. And coyotes are so prevalent now, it's getting ridiculous. And they're taking well, that's out. that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, and they're taking yeah, we've out. we've had they're taking, instances in our neighborhood. Yeah, and they're taking out little dogs left and right, you know, that all of a sudden you hear that, that squeal. And you know what? Your dog's gone and you ain't getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's it's it, and it's it's nothing to mess around with it because it, we got a lot of coyotes, and you know I got a three pounder and a ten pounder, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're never out without me, you know. And now what we have also that oh gosh, we got a lot of huge red tails and hawks or eagles. I mean, we got a lot of them out in Hugo. And so, like uh-huh. I said, both of my you know McGilligan's ten and Ethel's three, you know pounds. And so the thing is, is that no, you are not out here. But when I'm out in the agility yard with them, when when they're running around. I'm literally out there with them. And every once in a while, there'll be a shadow cast. We also have what's called uh, turkey vultures. And so uh, they're giant. Their wingspan is huge. They're like a vulture. They're called turkey vultures. I don't know why. But anyway, so the thing is, though, is that they cast a huge shadow. And and there's been times where all of a sudden there's a shadow. It's like, oh, crap, is it an eagle or is it a red tail? I'll look up. Ah, it's a turkey vulture. I don't have to worry (laughs) about them because they just eat dead things. But anyway, so, yeah, so you got to pay attention. The the underground fencing seems like it's a wonderful thing. But like I said, to me, some owners get complacent and forget that it's not a fence. So... Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Well, I appreciate your help. Thank okay, you kiddo. so much. You bet. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Bye. All right, folks. Oh, you know what? I took my glasses off. Okay, I'll just hold it farther away. No. Okay, in the last how many years, oh, how many years has it been since a new animal has been domesticated? How many years has it been since a new animal has been domesticated? We'll be right back. All righty then. We're winding down. I'm going to be stopping over at my sister's in Roseville. I got something from my brother-in-law, Bill Winkle. I found that I think he'll really like. So hopefully, hopefully he'll like it. Okay. Uh, in the la- How many years has it been since a new animal has been dis- domesticated? How many years? Uh, I want to say five. What, five years? Yeah. 
I don't know. Hold on to your wigs and keys. Oh, dear. You ready? Yeah. It's been in the last 4,000 years. Oh. No new animal has been domesticated. 4,000 years. Hmm. Isn't that something? I'd like to challenge that. Domesticated. I'm tra- talking about domesticated where we, you know, they become our friend. You know, yeah. No, thing. I yeah. know. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm just like, yeah, I didn't think it was that much, but oh, wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Say, I want to remind you next Sunday and the following Sunday, we're going to be live out at the fair. So please stop out at uh, the fair. We have a new digs up there. I think we're north of the butterfly place, you know, type thing. And so make sure you just check our website, mytalk1071.com and see where you're going. And then remember, go to my KDK9 show page and then you can catch my podcast. You got my uh, my uh, website and then you've got my Facebook page there. And then you got a link to all our great uh, uh, sponsors here, Nutasaurus, Wapiti Labs, Pet Cremation Service in Minnesota and Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic, Low Cost and Spade Neuter that you just heard from. And they've been with us for quite a while. So I tip my hat to Northwestern Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic, Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff and their staff over there. So it's very cool. So yeah, don't go to my talk 1071 and all the shows here are podcasts. So can go with you whatever, whether whatever you get your apps, uh, your podcasts, whatever app brings you the podcast or or uh, we have one too, correct? Uh, FM 107 has a, uh, what's it called? I believe. An app, just a 107 app. Is that what it's it's called? Or Yes. I believe okay. if you just download the MyTalk app, okay. it, it gives you an option to podcast okay. or grab a show. Okay. Once again. But it's also like on in uh, TuneIn and all those fun okay. other, yeah. I see just, this is from a gal that still has her flip phone. <laughs> With no camera. We'll get you there soon. We'll get yeah, you there. No, no. Oh, you know what? Uh, and now figure this one out. The Vikings game. They don't take, uh, not that I'm going to go to the stadium. Okay? Yes. But they do not take tickets anymore. You have to have your smartphone. You get in by way of your smartphone. The, no. Your, your ticket. They just really? announced that in the news yesterday. Oh, I, I said, that. Well, what wow. happened with people that don't have smartphones, such as me? Yeah. And then, you know, that has, uh, they couldn't get in. That's what they said on the news, Channel 5 yesterday. And it was kind of like, what? What? So basically, it's like order them, and then and then, and then yeah, make sure yeah. that you send it to someone who has a smartphone. Yeah, I don't know because don't then you can it. just have them pull it up yeah, too. I don't get it. It's that's just, crazy. I though, don't get it because I, that's saying that everyone, first of all, can afford one of these smartphones and the tickets, and second of all, can afford the tickets, yeah. and third of all, like actually wants a smartphone. Yeah, like that's weird. I don't. I, I have no idea. Maybe they're thinking that even if you don't have one, the person going with you does, and then maybe I don't. Yeah. I, I don't get it. To me, it's too complicated. I'm staying with my flip phone. <laughs> End of story. Okay, let's get our last call that's been so patiently waiting. Yes. And Rita is unbelievable. So I got to thank Rita for so much for yes. holding on. Hi, Rita. Hello. Hi. How are you, Katie? Thank you so much for holding on, kiddo. I greatly appreciate it. What oh, can no I? Problem. What can I do for you? Well, I rescued three, well, kittens at the time. My daughter was in southern Minnesota on the ranch for... Uh, retreat, a horse retreat, horse camp, and she bought back two litters of kittens. Two that, litters? <laughs> two litters. <laughs> well, long story short, she calls me and she says, Mom, can I rent a room? This is a Sunday. I said, what are you talking about, rent a room? And anyway, she, I said, what's going on? And she's an animal lover. You wouldn't believe how she's an animal lover. But anyway, um, here she told me that the mother... Um, had been eating kittens, the other coyotes were getting at them, and she was going to surrender them right away. Okay. Okay. They're adorables. And I kept three. I only wanted two, but my granddaughter saw this black one <laughs> and had, you know, grandma's heart. 
But anyway, I got an issue with these cats. I, I they're so sweet. Uh-huh. You wouldn't you wouldn't think this would be a problem, but first thing, I cannot keep them off the counter. Okay. And one other thing that I don't even know if any, there is anything that could be done, but they love to rub up against you in and out of your legs mm-hmm. and it's so annoying and I, I just don't know how if anything that it's like go away. I'm not okay. a touchy feely okay. sort of person. <laughs> and even if you pet these cats, they will never leave you alone. Okay. Velcro is so, it? <laughs> Velcro. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. And it's like if I sit they're there. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I don't like animals that are on me all the time. And it's not so bad if they're on on your lap once in a while, but all three of them come charging. So, uh, you know how many cat know, owners would love that? Oh, uh, I mean, and I know that. But, you know, it's just driving me crazy because when there's, there's two of them at the same time and I'm trying to walk and uh-huh. a couple of times I've almost tripped, you know. Yeah. And then when I sit, of course, they all got to come. Yep. So, I, this sounds... Okay, Horrible. so, so how old that. are they now? They're three. Three years old? Yeah. Okay, the counter thing, uh, you could, you're going to have to use double sticky tape and run your counters with, so if they jump up there, they get sticky. And so then after okay. a while, they're like, yeah, I don't like that anymore. Or you can use a spray bottle if it looks like they're going to go to jump up there. Just do the do a and blast them at the same time. Okay, so pretty soon, anytime you say, my, my cats, when I used to have them in the house, uh, they uh, I had eight that went in and out of the house, you know. And if they went okay. to jump on the counter, I had my spray bottle just sitting there, and I would just say, and blast them. So pretty soon, if I saw them on the counter, all I had to do is go, and they'd go flying, okay? I didn't need the water yeah. anymore. Okay, but the double stick tape, because that, they didn't like that underneath their underneath their feet. I don't know what okay. how, is conducive to your, you know, what your setup for your kitchen is. But anyway, so double stick tape on that. Now, as far as, you know, them loving you and dearing you, now, is your daughter living with you or what's going on here? No, she's not living with me. My granddaughter comes over a lot, and the one cat that I kept, she had a black one all the same at her house. So she named this black cat, my granddaughter, let her choose it. She named the, the cat the same name that her at-home cat, and that's Frodo. So when my granddaughter comes in, I mean, this cat could be anywhere, and she... she he hears her and damn, he he comes running. Wow, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because yeah. the, the other thing too is so now the, you've got these three cats that are living with you, and now you're right. and, you're, and you're by yourself. Yes. Okay, so the thing is, is that what I would do is you could create a room for the cats if you can. So then you can let them out when you're, you know, you have more time than others, you know, uh, whatever. Um, uh, so that we don't have a, a cast floor to ceiling cat tree in front of a window, have a uh, bird feeder on the outside. So that then that gives them something, you know, stimulates them, gives them something to do. Um, cats love to chase things, you know, kind of tire them out. Use a, a laser, never use a laser with a dog, but use a laser with a cat and get them running. Running, you know, so that then now they're content to t- kind of more just lay down and take a nap. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. and so, uh, like I said, or make, like I say, a cat room where when you're, you know, you don't want them clinging on you. Like I said, both more cats le- would just, oh, I want my cat to do that. But, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I, I, you know, some people are that way and some people aren't. And so now is, are these cats supposed to stay with you forever or are they going to be going with your, uh, you know, granddaughter or your daughter at any time or what's the deal with that? Well, the deal was is that the black cat was once they're 
their black cat passed away, which he just did in the in the spring. Um, that was the deal that that cat would just be in, go along to their house with, for my granddaughter. Well, that ain't happening. Okay, well, yeah. we could, well, okay, you're going to have to give me a call to Katie's Canine because we just ran out of time. But anyway, so those are two things that I suggest. And also you can shake like a pop can filled with pennies, tape, and jiggle it, okay? Oh. Have a